Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yes, sir. Inside the 11 o'clock hour on the fan. Here we go. Taking your calls till 12 o'clock. Sal Lakot is coming up next. Your nighttime host, Keith McPherson, talking about sports. Duh. You knew that. Now, the Devils, I'm just proud of. Feels good to pick a winner. I could have chose the Rangers. I could have chose the Islanders. And I went with the home team. And, you know, I was just saying, like, they're never out of it. Uh, they can score fast. They can steal games. I mean, I just mentioned that they've gone to overtime in the last four games, I believe. And, yeah, as I'm reading up on it since I didn't get to watch it, the Devils tied the game in the final 70 seconds of regulation for the third time in the past four games and went to overtime for the fourth straight occasion. And Dougie Hamilton's been the guy. But, obviously, Jack Hughes is the guy. And Jesper Bratt and Nico Heischer. I mean, the whole team. Uh, this is a special team. The Devils are winning games, and the fans are behind them, right? Devils fans have taken a lot of L's. Devils fans uh, haven't seen that many good starts like this in the last few years. The Devils are 31-12, and 12 and uh, let the good times roll. The same way we react to the Yankees and the Mets and the Rangers and the Islanders and the Jets and the Giants and the Knicks and the Nets on the fan, we're going to talk to some Devils fans on the fan. Let's go to Dan in New Jersey first up. What's up, Dan? What you got? Keith, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm driving back right now from Newark. Ground zero of the NHL tonight. Hey. But before, before I get into that, Keith, about a week ago, I think you dropped some bars on the fan. Some of us are anxiously awaiting for the next day. Do you have anything else coming for us soon? Or? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I can do that whenever uh, I need an inspiration. So I think... You know, they played that first Giants rap, 
And Craig was going off about, oh, that was good. And so that was at like four o'clock. I was in my apartment and I'm like, let me write something real quick. And then I, you know, came up with that. But I definitely need to add some uh, New Jersey Devils bars. I'll put that in my notes. I think the first rap that I ever oh, did yeah. on WFA and I gave a shout out uh, to the Devils fans. So I hear you. But well, we're looking forward to seeing it tonight. But tonight in Newark, The Rock, Devils down 2-1 in the third all the fans on the edge of their seats knowing that the Devils were going to score eventually. With one minute to go, Dougie Hamilton, with a blast from the blue line, scores, place erupts, circus delay, everyone going crazy, popcorn, beer, flying around. Woo! The boys know we're going into <laughs> overtime. Insane. In overtime, 3v3, down low, Sharon Govich gets a tripping penalty. Again, the fans, edge of the seats, going crazy, knowing the boys are going four on three power play. Sure enough, we get the whistle. The puck down low to Jack with Jack Hughes against the boards, gets tripped on his knees. One of the best players in the NHL. We already know that. Contender for the Hart Trophy. Does a backhand pass to Dougie again for his second goal. Whips the puck past the goalie. Devils win 3-2 in overtime. 66 points. Tie the Metro leader, Caroline Hurricanes. The boys are top. The Metro again tied. This team is special. This team is destination for the playoffs, potentially more. And Keith, more importantly, we're more than happy to have you aboard with the journey with the New Jersey Devils for this year, buddy. Hell yeah. I mean, there's not many better ways to spend a Tuesday night. It's not, man. It's not. We wish you could have had you there. I'm glad you provide a little bit of color as to what took place tonight. But next time you're there, we would love to hear about it. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to circle the calendar, and uh, I'll report back to all the listeners when I'm pulling up. I can't wait to go back and root on the Devils. Thanks for the call, Dan. Appreciate it. Let's keep the line moving. There's Devils fans calling the fan to celebrate an overtime win, another overtime win. What a time to be alive. Let's go to James in North Arlington, New Jersey. What you got, James? Well, we can't wait for you to come to a game. And uh, it, it is great to see this team that won 13 in a row. Then they had that little, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a little funk. Yeah, a little, little low. On, little another, low. On, on another winning streak, which only goes to show that this team's for real. It's about time that the NHL uh, accepts the fact that the Devils are for real because, unfortunately, playing in the shadow of the Rangers – the Devils have always been, I guess, you know, in, in that shadow. But I'll tell you something. The players don't care because it's kind of like we know how good we are, and, and, and we don't need the New York media to tell us how good we are. We can show the New Jersey fans how good we are by winning. Hey. And it's great to have someone on the fan. I'll be a Devils. Uh, you and Jerry Recco are two real Devil fans, and you're both on WFAN. The, well, we know what WFAN is, the largest uh, radio sports uh, talk show in America. Yep. And, I mean, I, we met before, right, James? Didn't we meet at... Um... Yeah, came from the locker room. And I uh, tell you, because I've been uh, covering the Devils for a long time, and I tell you, uh, Dougie Overtime Hamilton, I have to admit, for, for a guy who just won back-to-back -back games in overtime, very level-headed, mm -hmm. uh, he understands that it's a lot more than just winning these games in overtime. It's 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 making the playoffs and doing well. And the coach, you couldn't have a more level-headed coach. And especially the fact, like uh, like when they were calling for his to be fired, and then they said they were sorry. Then he said he's going to have a beer with the fans, which he is going to. They're still working <laughs> on plans for that. It only goes to show you that you need a coach that's a, 
it's kind of funny. I mean, I mean, he's not old, but he is like 61, which is kind of good. And I think that this young team, he sure shows a level-headedness and has this team really focused. Even today, after the win, uh, he, he was very clear that we can still play better. And, and that's good because a, a team that's going to go far in the playoffs, they, they need to be able to take one game at a time. I don't want to sound like Boomer Sison, but we all know it's one game, you know, and it's well, one period, yeah. one game, one shift. And, and, and it's Jack Hughes, he's come a long way from, from as a rookie. He's showing a lot of toughness. Nico, he, he's playing a little bit hurt, and you saw how good he played. I talk about tough. I don't know if he gets enough of credit, because don't forget, he plays both ways. And obviously, Hamilton is a great defenseman, but obviously, he can score, which again, the Devils haven't had since. Well, we don't want to compare to anyone yet. It's too early to do that, but it's great to see uh, th- that they have a defenseman that can score. Nico, a fine center who plays defense, and Jack Hughes, again, being compared to some real superstars. Again, we don't want to compare him to anyone yet, but again, he's made the All Star team and he's playing like an all-star yeah i'm glad he's representing the devils in the all-star game shout out to lindy ruff man i love listening to him talking the post game and i think that this team respects him obviously but they also kind of like take on his calm demeanor when it's late in games they're not rattled they're not out of it they know it's their time to strike and they steal these games it's awesome to see yeah he's developing a true mental toughness and, and i tell you it's very important especially uh, considering you know you, you know who they're up against as far as you know when they make the playoffs, I mean, well they're going to make the playoffs, but when they get into the playoffs, and maybe in some ways Boston being like this superior team, but the, if you see the Devils have probably played Boston better than anyone else has played them, even though they lost two close games, they really seem to be able to play Boston, uh, you know, probably just probably better, probably better than anyone else in the league right now, considering the team only has five losses. But the Devils could have won both games. Mm-hmm. Great call. Thanks for the call, James. I knew today was a good day to wear my Devils jersey to the fan. I didn't get to watch the game, but I was repping, and we've got Devils fans on the line. Scott is in Ringwood, New Jersey. Go for it, Scott. Hey, Keith. How are you? Great, man. Enjoying the win and glad that we have Devils fans calling in to talk about it. Well, I was at the game. I nice. was lucky enough to... Uh, I have a friend of mine who uh, had an extra couple of tickets for uh, sitting in the suite right on the red line, second level up, and uh, watching watching our New Jersey Devils do what they what they seem to be doing best lately, which is just playing tight games and and, and staying strong and, and coming through at the end. It's it's just a it's a it's a nice ride. I, I've been a Devil fan. I, I was at the first game in 1982. I'm a little bit of an older guy, awesome. but I've been a fan. I've been a fan, Keith, of this organization because being from New Jersey, we don't have a really a football team. We don't have a baseball team. Uh, we don't have a. We had a basketball team in the Nets for a little while, but you know what? It's nice to have somebody called New Jersey, and I've been with them since '82, and and there's some similarities, Keith with the way this organization now is being built as it was in the late 80s into the early 90s. And and that's what we have to be conscious of. Being a hockey fan, you know, you just can't flip a switch and be a young team and win right away. It's very rare. Right. But the team, I feel, I feel this team and the organization is on, is on the right path. 
And, and, and tonight was a, a perfect example uh, of the heart that uh, these veterans have, have started to bring to this to this team. And uh, knowing what we have in the in the minors and, and coming up, this this could be a this could be a, a real nice stretch for the next five to ten years for Devil fans. I love it. Great call, Scott. I mean, I just feel like blessed to be a part of it. <laughs> We're coming up on almost a year. It was signing day last year, so February, I think, 2nd, when I, I put together the stunt where I was like, hey, I'm on the fan. Uh, I don't want to be the only guy that doesn't take hockey calls or doesn't talk about any puck. I'm going to start learning. But, you know, before I really start learning, like, I like to watch and root for a team. There's three teams I could choose. I'm going to announce which team I'm going to choose on National Signing Day. And if you remember last year, I was putting it out there on the fan to see if the Rangers would host me, if the Islanders would host me, and, of course, the Devils grabbed the kid, brought me in. And you hear all this talk about the organization and the direction that the organization is headed in. The organization is first class, and I always use those two words to talk about the Devils because every exchange, every conversation, every email, every text, and the three games that I've gone to have been great experiences. And they've gone above and beyond to bring me in. And, uh, I mean, it feels great to win. It could be the other way, right? There's been devil seasons in the past that weren't looking like this. So it's a good time to be a Devils fan. A little gift for you from the uh, voice of Matt Laughlin. Yeah. Jews in the center circle. Across the line, looks up, tries to duck under a check. It comes free, and they score! The puck comes to Hamilton between the circles, drives one home. It's another overtime game winner for Dougie Hamilton, and the Devils win 3-2. to two. Yeah, Matt kills it, and I'm looking at the pictures and videos of The Rock. The fans are going nuts. Matt's and, awesome, too. And we've obviously, we've had him on, yeah, and we'll get him on again at one point. I don't know point. if I ever said thank you for bringing him on yeah. and pairing me with him because then I go to the game, and he brings me on his broadcast, and he's interviewing me between the second and third period. And then the next time I go to the game, I just walk by, hey, what's up, Matt? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the family now. <laughs> Matt's awesome. Matt, one, Matt's awesome at his job. So good at a because ho- being Radio a hockey and play by TV. yeah, that's not easy being a hockey play by play guy. No, there's Probably. so much happening, and you have to be descriptive, and you have to keep up. And you know, as you know, me coming in as someone that watched hockey a little bit as a kid, but then took I don't know 25 years off uh, plus, you know, longer than that. I'm getting back into it, and I'm learning more and more, and listening to someone like Matt. And watching the Devils, the Devils do a great job with their broadcast too. Yep, because it's Matt, it's Matt and Chico. Yep, on the radio, it's uh, Erica Watcher. Watcher is there on TV with Kenny Danico. Yep, so they Danico, all, I met him. Yep. He's the man. So all these guys, and for me, as uh, hockey is probably my favorite sport. Great for me to watch the evolution of Keith McPherson, the hockey fan. It's great. Because again, going to a hockey game and experiencing Changed how everything. quickly they, how quick the game is, the hits, the cold ice, hearing the rubber bounce off. It was like post. seeing it for the first time. Yep. Literally, the first time I went into the Rock, I, I, I don't know. I'm just burnt. I'm not thinking it's going to be that cold in there. I'm just not thinking. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, it's cold. Oh, it's cold. I'm like, I like this. I feel like I'm in the game. 
And then they put me in the owner's box, which is literally right on the glass. And within like a minute of being in there, they check somebody right in front of my face. I'm like, oh, let's go now. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we are actually in here like this. And the Devils fans, uh, they get on the big screen. Uh, you know, I was in there last time and I had some kids in front of me that were trying to get on the big screen. And they were like, you know, nudging me to get the camera's attention. And then I was on the big screen. And, you know, I just think that the Devils have something great going on. I think that more people should be paying attention to uh, the team in New Jersey, the only professional team that we have left. There's some talented kids on that team. They have a good coach, uh, a first-class organization, and we're hoping that it can continue into the playoffs and the Devils can make a run. And if they do, I'm in there. Uh, they, they're going to make the playoffs. They're second in the Metro to the Hurricanes. Well, they'll continue, though, like, they're, they're run gonna get into their, the playoffs the trade and not, that, not, like, sputter out or cool off. The trade deadline is in, I believe, five and a half, six weeks. They will be major players along with the Rangers for a couple of big top six forwards. And if you're a hockey fan, you'll know the names. Vladimir Tarasenko, Timo Meyer, Bo Horvat. They will be players for those types of guys. A hundred percent, because you don't have that many chances when it comes to hockey of having like a good, like they, they're they going to have a nice window, but they can take advantage of that window this year. And if they get hot in the playoffs and if you get a hot goaltender, it's cliche in hockey, but anything can happen if you get in that tournament. Anything can happen. Yeah. I remember watching the Rangers run last year and I, the, the main thing I was thinking, I'm like, this is cool. But I didn't choose the Rangers, and I had Rangers fans kind of trolling me online like, you you picked the wrong team, premature decision, look at the Rangers. And I'm like, nah, I'm good over here. They're like, come to the Garden. And I'm like, nah, I'm all right. I'll wait. I'll wait until the Devils have their time. And didn't have to wait that long. Devils are looking like a playoff team, and we're hoping they can make some noise. Uh, they'll They'll go on the road coming up here. Uh, they've got back-to-back contests against Nashville. And Dallas, and then they're heading into the All-Star break. I already mentioned that Jack Hughes is the only representative for the Devils in the All-Star game. Back-to-back years, he's out there. Uh, I don't know if it's in the same place. I think it was in Vegas last year, but good for Jack Hughes. He is a young guy that we're hoping is a a face of this league for years to come. Florida this year, the All-Star game. Florida, what, what like the Panthers? Pan, uh, where the Panthers play, yeah. Okay. And they they announced a couple of cool things. They're doing a splash shot, which is essentially uh, throwing pucks at like a, duck t- a dunk tank. And okay. they're going to have two teams of people. They're doing a pitch and putt, which is a golf green thing. And the NHL is very proactive and new when it comes to taking the environment of where the All-Star game is and adapting games to where this to that city. Smart. So Vegas they did it on the strip last year. They did the, it on the Bellagio awesome. fountains. Yeah, I thought it I thought just watching it on TV it looked great. All right. Keeping it moving here. Robert is in Manhattan on the fan. What's up, Rob? Hey, Keith McPherson. That's Happy me. New Year, first of all, my friend. Happy New Year. We're still saying Happy New Year. Uh, yes, there's really well, no expiration know. date on it until you get to, like, Christmas. By the, way, be, by the <laughs> way, before I get to the, you know, it's always, it's really nice to hear somebody talking pucks. And that's you, Keith. Can I ask you, I'm just very curious. You know, McPherson, I don't know whether you're Scottish or not, but you should know that in Scotland, the name McPherson is... A reverent is a reverential name. You know that. You know that there are songs in the Scottish tradition about McPherson. I think 
my mom looked it up or my wife looked it up once upon a time. But I don't know. I don't do too much of that. Like, I, I mean, I'm just a regular black dude. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Keith, in Scotland, there's a very famous song called McPherson's Lament. And he was a fiddler. Unfortunately, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. He came to, well, he came to a kind of sorry end, but it, it's, a, it's a great song someday. Well, let's get to NHL. You know, in China, Keith, this is the year of the rat, Lunar New Year. In Korea, it's the year of the cat. Well, I know you're into the devils, and at least when I, I, I cheer when the devils embarrass the rangers. Oh, anytime. Islanders, too. But I, I'm, I don't know, Keith. I think the stars are aligning. This may be in North America, the year of the Bruin. Have you seen where they are? Yeah. They are on par to get almost 150 points this year. They are a machine. Yeah, they but they, really they, are. they've had plenty of success. I'm not interested in them. <laughs> no, but I know because when, when the Devils went on their run and they won you know, like the 12, 13 games in a row, I was out there like, best team in the NHL, best team in the NHL, and people were reminding me of the Bruins. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. The Devils I'll have tell played you what. tough. I'll tell you what. It really will be nice. I don't know how they're aligning. See, it's so hard to know how they – figure out who what the seedings are and who's going to get put to play what and i'm not even going to try to figure that out is it possible can it work that the stanley cup could be between the bruins and the devils no oh i mean i'm new at hockey and i know that's not (laughs) that's not happening (laughs) there are there are divisions at least i you know i guess there are conferences and there's divisions there's a metro division but like you can't it can't you can't have two teams in the Eastern Conference play for the Stanley Cup. They'll play in the Eastern Conference final. I mean, I at least know that. Like we had the uh Tampa Bay Lightning and the Rangers last year and then Tampa went on to face the Avalanche. You get East versus West. Like I know that there's conference divisions and uh no, we we won't see that, but maybe we see Devils Rangers somehow that would be cool that would be interesting. Um, I missed the uh, what was it a Saturday one o'clock game when the Rangers lost to the Devils in overtime that one that was electric. Watching it on TV was awesome. I wish I could have gone, but I know they price those tickets up and they make those games early so that all these Rangers fans can't take the path train uh, over to Newark and booze up all day and then try and take over our arena at night, but. It's all in the rivalry. It's all in fun, and uh, I'm glad that I, you know, took up NHL and I took up hockey, and we can talk puck on my shows. That was, like I said, something in the very beginning uh, that I said I would take on. I'm not gonna be a fan on the host talking sports and leaving out one. Uh, we can talk any sports. I don't care if it's World Cup. I don't care if it's NYC FC. Uh, if you're a fan of a team or a league, call me up and we'll talk about it. I think we have to take a break here before I go back to the phones. But I think there's a mix now of Cowboys, NHL, Yankees, and MLB Hall of Fame. Stay tuned for those calls. Keith McPherson on the fan. I will be right <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Right back. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, let's go Devils. Shout out to the Devils fans on Twitter, celebrating that win. Listening to the fan as we're celebrating that win, and I think that's something that uh, we should do more of. I knew tonight was a good night to wear my Devil's gear into the station. Like I said, I did not get to watch it, but I kept my eyes on the score. I think I gave you guys some updates, and next thing you know, another OT winner for the guys over there in Jersey. Now, uh, I think we've got a, a few different topics, but I'll hit the NHL conversations, Devil's conversations first. Um... First, I want to actually go to Paul in Memphis, Tennessee, because he's been waiting for a while. Let's go, Paul. What's up, man? I got you. Hey, Keith. Thank you, man. Um, you know, one of the things that you start off your uh, show with was about this, you know, the whole uh, Baseball Hall of Fame issues, right? And you've been very uh, diplomatic in your way about going about this because, you know, when you have a guy, Scott Rowland, who I actually I've enjoyed as a baseball fan, playing, being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, where people like Alex Rodriguez and others are just totally not even in the conversation. What sort of conversation are we having as a, you know, as the national sport? How can we start to have a real conversation about having, you know, these, these, these measures of what makes it real so that I can spend my time 
to make sure that when ESPN has their, you know, full day deal and leading up to, uh, you know, this full day, uh, you know, uh, indoctrination of a major, uh, you know, Hall of Fame guy, when we've had others that have been more, uh, I don't know, uh, impactful, deserving, bigger influences on the game and kids playing the game. Yeah, I'm with you. does this diminish the Hall of Fame? It does. We had a caller say that it's not as sacred as it once was. I have said that it doesn't have like integrity to me because last year you had a first ballot Hall of Famer that everybody knew was linked to PDs at some point. We know his name came up, I yeah. think, in the survey, and it's like, okay, if you're going to be um, so hard-lined on guys like Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, I don't know, Rafael Primero, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds then there's no way a David Ortiz can be first ballot. He's got to at least Amen. wait a year, in my opinion, right? Amen. Amen. And, 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 and just, to, just to throw other things into that, right, where, you know, you've brought up over the past hour, which has been a great uh, you know, uh, broadcast, by the way, tonight, especially when we're in this never-never world of New York sports where it's like between our never-ending you know, uh, you know, uh, world of of hurt with the NFL, where the NBA, we're not sure where we're at. The NHL, where at least the the Rangers are showing some some positivity, and I'm not a fan. I can't even say that until we get to spring training and the world of baseball. Where are we as an you know, as a community, actually giving? a crap about what we're trying to, you know, create the world of the next generation, Mm -hmm. right? Where, you know, folks like yourself that have been so great at embracing the world of baseball, but like I have my son here in Memphis, right? Where they're involved with soccer, involved football and baseball and whatnot, but it's, it's not a passion, right? Because we don't have a major league team here. You know, where is the future about where the world of sports is going beyond the world from the, you know, the world of of the Super Bowl going into spring training? Where is that world and how can we and and, and I'm from the from the world of John Morant in, in Memphis, which is great. But at the same time, there's not that same passion that I remember as a kid. So how can we start to create the world of Major League Baseball really giving, you know, a sense to its fans, especially with its owners, to say, you know, we're giving, you know, 110,000%. We're getting into the world of the NFL that's saying, all right, we're now into the world of the championship seasons so that the local folks, especially in the world of New York, where we are so passionate about our sports, where are we actually heading that we can actually start to, like, put our flag into into the sand to say, hmm, we actually have something to look forward to, you know, for our future. Yeah, with baseball, I mean, I was thinking about today. I'm like, I wish my baseball show on MLB Network was on tomorrow because we have, like, a younger group of people that talk about the game and talk about things like this. And, like, you're speaking about, like, passion for the game. And You you mentioned John Morant. 
there's a ton of people that are passionate about NBA basketball and John Morant because they're from the city and he's their own and they drafted him and they feel some type of attachment because they're repping where they're from and all this stuff. Like Then with baseball, right, you might have felt that way about Alex Rodriguez or Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa or one of these guys, and you still feel that, but then you know they are kept out of this Hall of Fame that's supposed to tell a story of baseball. Baseball has done itself a lot of disservice, uh, many steps of the way, you know, with their own policing or not policing, with their own changes. And uh, here we are again with this conversation around the Hall of Fame. And I think the biggest issue with it is that the writers are the gatekeepers, and these are not guys that played the game. These are guys that put 10 years of, I guess, covering the game in, and a lot of them have agendas and different moral, moral comp- different moral compasses, and they have a vote, and it's a mathematical thing. You know, we saw Todd Helton, I think, took the biggest jump this year. He's trending mm. in the right way. He doesn't have but yeah. two more years to make it. What if some of the riders don't vote? What if he takes right. a step back next year? That's not fair. You know, I mentioned with Scott Rowland, and I didn't knock Scott Rowland tonight, and I'm not going to. I know a lot of people are. I saw his grandmother embrace him. Or his mother, she looked like a grandmother, I'm sorry. But it was his mother, an older woman, <laughs> an older woman embraced him and was so happy. That's why I said congratulations to him and his family. But there are other players and families waiting to get this accolade, to get this honor as well. And uh, there are people stopping them for their own agendas. And I don't know, it just it doesn't seem right. But there's so many things with baseball that don't seem right. Uh, don't seem right, like sweeping the Astros cheating scandal under the rug, right. right? Carlos Beltran right. has been punished the hardest and everybody else is scot-free or they paid their right. year, which I, you know, the year that Hinch and Cora missed was the pandemic year. So yep. whatever, they were in the house quarantine anyway, and they're right back to doing their jobs. The players don't get suspended at all. These players like Correa, you know, out here signing major deals. And I don't know, it's a, it's another stain on the game. Uh, it's a, it's another uh, chapter in the League of Shadows. And as much as we all love baseball, not, nobody loves this process. This doesn't seem right. So how do they change it? How do they fix it? I don't think they ever will. I think, like I said, over time, you know, people just are not going to care about the Hall of Fame the same way. We're not going to get all <laughs> excited for the ceremony and everyone going up to Co- right. Cooperstown. There's going to be some years where there are zero people in. They put Fred McGriff in. His peers put him in. <laughs> that was late. And, exactly and, and right. now it's going to be a day with Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland. There's no young people going to that. I had young Josh call, who's 14. He said he never heard of Scott Rowland. <laughs> exactly, Keith. So, uh, uh, Keith, uh, exactly. So you've actually uh, you know, validated every one of my points and just appreciate your perspective you know, continuously on your show. And uh, just have a great night, brother. Thanks for the call, Paul. Calling from Memphis, Tennessee. Shout out to Tennessee, man. I mean, they should expand and put a baseball team there. I know they're thinking about Montreal. They're thinking about Tennessee. They're thinking about Vegas. Why not all three? Grow the game. Uh, The game is evolving and changing. I love baseball. It was my first love. I was too small to play football. When I was little, I was under the weight limit to play football. So what did I do? I cried and... uh, my baseball coach reached out, and I played fall baseball the year that I was supposed to play football. And I fall, I fell deeper in love with, with baseball and the game. And I think I still love baseball because it's a hard game to play. I was never good at it. I gave it up at 12, 13. I was athletic. I, could play, I played center field. 
I went to baseball camp, and that's another thing. Like, I went to baseball camp at the Little League World Series, Williamsport, out in Pennsylvania. And I, I remember driving out there with my mom back-to-back years. I think I went 97 and 98. And those were great years for baseball. I talked about earlier how I still go back and watch the 1998 uh, All-Star game. Because, like, you just look at them announcing the players, and there's just All-Stars and, and Hall of Famers and legends that, you know, when we were kids, when I say we, but, like, you know, millennials, when we were kids, you know, we watched these guys play, and we didn't care if they were juicing. We didn't care if they used steroids. We didn't care. We wanted to see them hit the ball a mile. Chicks dig the long ball. It was a great era for baseball. It was like a golden era for me. And uh, there were definitely some years after where I fell out of love with the game and I wasn't so locked into it, whether I had you know my own like uh, high school football career or was going away to college in Virginia and couldn't watch local games. But um, I don't know. I'll always be a baseball fan, but I'll always have this like side eye at Major League Baseball and uh, the baseball writers of America and how they do things and how... You know, there are literal guys that work their butts off to be the best baseball player that they can be, and they've got 10 years to be on this ballot, and the time's going to pass. Like, Jeff Kent is one today. Jeff Kent got 46.5% of the vote. He got 181 votes. This is year 10 on the ballot. On the ballot, He's not going to be a Hall of Famer. And some people might argue, like, Jeff Kent was better than Scott Rowland. You know, there's arguments everywhere. There's numbers to make your arguments. There's new metrics and uh, new numbers. And I just think that it's it's not a good system. And uh, I think as we go further and further into the future, it's just, we're just going to look back on it and we're like, Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, we're leaving these guys out. That doesn't make any sense. I get it. I get it. Because people say, the steroids, never, whatever. Keith McPherson on the fan, real 877. Quick, yeah. Real quick, just on the subject of the Hall of Fame. Ryan Thibodeau on Twitter, who's yeah. not Mr. Tibbs, who counts and tracks the Hall of Fame ballots, tweeted out this a few hours ago that Scott Ulster from the San Francisco San Francisco Chronicle, apparently the his ballot got lost in the mail. See what I'm talking about, bro? So the, the ballot wasn't tallied. And he voted for Helton, Jones, Pettit, <laughs> Wagner, Rowling. So, in theory, Rowling won by six votes. But Helton, instead of being 11 votes short, was 10 votes short. It's 2023. They have Why can't this mail? be digital? We're, we're using the mail for this? That's crazy. And, like, bring in, bring in some of the fans for a vote. Bring in some of the players for a vote. I don't know. Whoever came up with this system, however long they did, they can change it. They're changing the rules to the game. But I don't think they care. I think they like it the way it is. And I think it's like them thumbing their nose at the steroid users. Like, yeah, we, we got you now. Whatever. I, I think it's corny. And I think millennials and younger are not going to care about this at all in 10, 15, 20 years. It's not going to matter. We'll still go to games and, and enjoy ourselves at the ballpark. But as far as, like, watching the Hall of Fame ceremony and, like, wanting to see our guys get in, no one's going to care about that. All right. Call me up. We got to take this break. We'll be back after this quick timeout. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey! I hope you had as much fun as I did tonight. 
Thanks for listening to my show. Thanks for calling. Thanks for tweeting at me at Keith McPherson. And uh, let's try and take these calls. I've got five minutes. Bobby. No, Dave. We'll go to Dave first. I wanted to go to Dave first. In Belleville, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Great, man. I was going to talk about the Cowboys. I, I, I've been calling you during the year. I don't know if you remember me or not. Yeah, but uh, and- I'm just so frustrated with that. I don't even want to talk about it. I'd rather talk hockey. All right. <laughs> uh, I was talking to your producer about about you know announcing being an announcer for hockey. All those players are foreign to, to pick to say those names, you know, because you don't realize until you go to a game how often they change. Yeah. You know, you got to really be on know, the it, pronunciation it, guide, and if you say somebody's name wrong, it's like <laughs> that's not cool. Exactly. Exactly. What? <laughs> but the one thing with the Cowboys. I was so upset when they anointed Dak as like the next coming after uh, the Tampa game, and I, I don't know who who he was looking at. Some of those passes he was throwing in the triple coverage, and he like you're right, you're right. I heard you before. He should have had five interceptions. They were dro- you know, three of them yeah. were dropped. And even in the Tampa game, a lot of those throws were off target. But Tampa's not good, so it made him look better. But like I said, they were the worst team in the playoffs the Cowboys got a lot of soul searching to do Jerry Jones has to do some soul searching and they got to figure some stuff out thanks for the call Dave just trying to move the line along Bobby let's go to you now in Livingston New Jersey on the fan hey Keith first time caller um I want to talk about the Yankees with uh Aaron Hicks all over my phone today I keep on seeing you know how about the Yankees are still interested in him you know want to get him revamped again I'm sick and tired of this guy. He <laughs> is not good anymore. You know, um, I'm not buying I, I think, it. Don't buy into it. Cashman has to say that stuff. So Cashman went on um, MLB Network Radio on uh, Sirius XM, and they asked him about it. And Cashman, they, they always lie. They have to say these things if they're trying to trade Aaron Hicks. They can't say, yeah, remember that Derek Jeter night game? That guy sucked. Uh, they have to act like he's going to be a starting left fielder because they're selling him like a starting left fielder. But I'm telling you, they cannot roll him out there on opening day. I'll be there. And you know what I'm going to do? Boo! If he's actually the guy. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I think we definitely need to trade him. I think we can only probably get a prospect or maybe some cash for, uh, from somebody. I think we need to start looking at uh, – Oswaldo in left field. We can bring up Volpe if he has a great spring training, and we can have Peraza either at short or second. Have Oswaldo in left field. He's, yeah. he's already proved in right field that he can play. The I'm with the young energy field. mixed with some of these guys over 30. I didn't want to default into Oswaldo Cabrera being the starting left fielder, but if, if they're trying to get him at bats, we saw the spark that he brought last year. If he ends up being the guy to start the year fine, there's always the trade deadline. Thanks for the call, Bobby. Last call of the night goes to Chad in Morristown, New Jersey. Go for it, Chad. Hey, I'll make this quick. Keith, you the man. Great listening to you. And I just jumped in the car. I heard you mention Pete Rose uh, should be in the Hall of Fame. And from a statistical hits uh, longevity point, yes, but committed the ultimate sin, and it's unforgivable. And I believe it was Bargiamati. I think that was the commissioner back then. And if he would have fessed up and admitted to it when they had all the evidence, he probably would be in there today. Granted, yes, he's got more hits than anybody, but when you commit the ultimate sin, you do the crime, and that's, that's, Chad, the, that's the call. I'm with you, and I, and I know he'll never get in, but did you hear that they opened up a sports book in Cincinnati at the Great American Ballpark, and they invited Pete there to place the first wager? 
I did hear about that. <laughs> it's like like now Major League Baseball's got all these like DraftKings commercials right, with right, like Jared Carabas. Right. I hear you. Yeah, but it's just it just does it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It seems wrong. It's like okay, this guy is one of the best baseball players ever. He I'm didn't with, do anything with, to affect the pitchers. He didn't do anything to, to affect sign stealing. The ultimate sin. Keep yeah, the ultimate sin. It's the ultimate. No, yeah, no. they made it a huge the example out of the guy. You, yeah, you can't. It's the one thing you cannot do. And if you would have fessed up to Bart, Faith probably would have let him in. But then Faith kept his word to Bart that he wouldn't do it. So You're right. And you know what? I damn sure am not about to defend Pete Rose. He's not the greatest human being ever. You know? We understand that. But the League of Shadows, the Game of Shadows, Major League Baseball, they've got a few different things that uh, fans have a problem with. And... Whatever. We'll still watch the games, and we can't wait for baseball to come back. I'm excited for it, and I'm glad that we had some baseball to talk tonight. Couldn't keep it to football the whole time. I'm glad the Devils won tonight, and I rep the Devils here at the Fan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling once again at Keith McPherson, wherever you follow people. I'll be back tomorrow, but later, because there's a Nets game. Stay tuned. Salicot is coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.